Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. I say I'm too late. Got nothing in my brain. Is Tobin and Leroy here with you? 560 WQAM. What? I just put my phone. Well, because here, here's what you need to understand. You hit the microphone stand, didn't you? No, I didn't. Something uh, happened. No, I, because no. Here's what happens. Okay, because I can almost guarantee you, Bernie's not looking in the chat. Yeah, well, he's not. Looking at the chat. He's not, but he's looking at the camera. So I'm ready to get him on here. But. Yeah, but he. So he texts me, the person who has. I get like I'm like okay, gotcha. <laughs> yeah, I'm here. Well, let's uh let's go out to the Toilet of Hollywood guest line shop. Hundreds of toilets indoors in one of America's largest showrooms at Toilet of Hollywood on 441 between Hollywood and Sheridan. The great Bernie Kozar joining us there on the show. Hey. Bernie, hey, good morning, guys. Good morning. Playoff great... weekend. Yes, it is. Bernie, what is the coldest game you you remember ever playing in? What the Dolphins and Chiefs are about to do seems crazy to me. So it's almost ironic, and I heard you guys earlier saying what you need to stay warm if you're actually outside at the game. Leroy, I'm not sure your suggestion or what you alluded to is going to work. You probably need some Kosar coffee for that. (laughs) But, Leroy, the year before you came to join us at the Browns, 1989 AFC Championship, um, I ended up – we played the Minnesota Vikings – and it was a minus four, minus five degree, 30 mile an hour winds, felt like minus 25 degrees wind chill. Almost identical to what we're going to see Saturday night in Kansas City. And um, as challenging and as much as we want to have the home field advantage, Tyree Kill's statement about embracing the cold, the mentality of that. Um, that's easier said than done, but absolutely, I love that mindset that Tyreek had saying that and trying hey, to coach up his guys around him. Tell, tell him, Burn, we used to have uh, Frank Minifield used to go around and all of the young guys, you know, because you played in Miami or wherever, they'd have tights on. Socks right? and jocks. it. And he would go and cut them off. Yeah. He said, last year I was in the AFC Championship game and one of my DBs got beat because he was wearing tights. No tights. <laughs> so he would go in the locker room, check for tights, and cut them all off. And then if you had sleeves, 
you had better been an old guy. Yeah. Like the old guys, they didn't mess with the sleeves. But if you were like a, a rookie or a second or third year guy and you had sleeves on, somebody had some scissors, cut them right off. They would be cut off and you, you they'd cut your arm off if you wanted to fight that. But seriously, I, I said it as a joke, but really it was a socks and jocks game. And it was something where there's a mentality that you embrace and stuff. And to the point where I would actually probably drive some of my coaches crazy. I for sure would drive some of my teammates crazy. But I was raised under the awesome Howard Schnellenberger and Don Shula. Okay. And those guys, the 72 Dolphins, they had this old school philosophical belief that 24 hours before a game, you went and practiced where you're going to play. And if you're going to play in minus 20, minus 10 degree weather, you're going to play in rain, so be it. You're going to go out and you're going to walk through and you're going to embrace those elements. I would be embracing um, this weather. And actually tonight, I'd be going out there and feeling and seeing what the wind's like and, and, and getting used to it because this mindset of trying to overcome it it's just it's it's probably way more mental than it is physical so but what was what was uh crazier because as an ohio guy who came to miami was it worse playing in a sweltering heat either in camp or in practice or is it worse playing in just this tundra type weather so from a from a kid from the northeast coming down to the south okay as a quarterback there's no question uh, you could throw better. You could have better timing in the in the better conditions. Somebody like myself that was somewhat non-athletic, the, the bad conditions, though, really slowed down the athletes and brought them back to the pack. So I absolutely embraced the horrid cold conditions um, in terms of giving me what I felt was a really good advantage. I just can't. I just can't imagine because – like when we're on the sidelines, first of all, the first really cold game I played in in Cleveland, I burned my shoes off. I couldn't feel my toes. They have this thing on the sidelines that's like a, it almost looks like a jet engine, right? And it's on the sideline and you see all the players making tents and it's just going. <laughs> that's what it sounds like. And you put your feet in there and your hands and I looked down at my foot and it was melted. I had to go get new yeah. shoes oh and God. I'm like it it I don't care about being cold but the problem is is when your hands and your feet get cold you can look at a ball and you can catch it and try to catch it it'll go right through your fingers and you can't explain it and so it's just you got to catch the ball differently you got to run a little bit differently now for us for offense it's easier cuz we know where we're going so defenses are terrified. Yeah, actually, from a from a defensive back perspective and from a throwing perspective, as as unnatural as it sounds, that's a huge that's a huge positive for me and being able to embrace that. And that's actually why, also, to the, besides the mental side of it and the overcoming the mental uh, craziness of wanting to embrace playing from eight eight ten at night till about 11, 10 at night in minus 25 degree temperatures, which it's going to feel like, um, there is that actual physical part of it. So getting out there somehow, some way today, as unnatural as that sounds, 
just to catch the ball a couple times, just to touch it. Tobes, you had a great question, is when you um, go from cold to hot, you know, the football feels a little different. You could grip it a little better. In reverse, when you go from warm temperatures to cold, that ball becomes a brick. It's slippery. Um, your hands are your hands are numb, even if you feel like they're you have feeling in them. So it is all as Leroy astutely points out. It's a whole new element to it from the physical perspective. So just a few catches. I'm not talking about anything crazy and stuff out there, but that really kind of gets you to start thinking about it. You start thinking about what you're going to wear, as crazy as as simple as that sounds, and and you're, you you develop that mindset of it for that 24 hours uh, pregame. Yeah, Tua obviously, uh, you know, there's a whole thing on him in the cold not having a ton of success. He was talking this week about does he wear gloves? Does he, you know, to get that grip? Like, did you toy with gloves, Bernie? Did you put something on your hands to help in those those type of spots? Like, what do you think is a maybe a good method for Tua in something like this? Okay, that there's that's a, it's a really good point. Just like I'm doing this as a basically a Zoom call right now and technology. Uh, on a portable phone like this. We didn't even have phones in the 80s to do stuff like this. We didn't have special gloves, maybe special things um, for that. So if the gloves are grippable, but I am so old school that hell would freeze over before I would even consider putting gloves on, I before I would even consider talking to you about it, it was a mindset that Coach Snellenberger drilled into my head that Don Shula, Howard Snellenberger philosophical belief that the elements do not affect you. So um, I um, is is really um, crazy it is to really try to pretend that isn't affecting you. I wouldn't let it affect me. So I wouldn't I wouldn't put anything on my hands and I absolutely would not wear gloves. Um, you did I, have the, you did have the little hot pocket in front of you. Oh, absolutely, you have the hot pocket. You have to have those things, Leroy. <laughs> I can't believe you didn't let me coach you up. You got to put them in your shoes, also. So you're gonna have them in every every pocket you could have. You could absolutely put them in your shoes, in your socks, in parts of of your uh, your uniform and stuff. I mean, that's absolutely smart to do. One of the things you got to be careful of. Also, Leroy, you know, you know it too. When when you got those those jet airline uh, heat heaters on the sidelines, you actually if you sit there too long in you a get the fumes. Oh, you get the fumes, and you can actually start sweating. Okay, you you can't allow yourself to get actually warm and and sweat a little bit because the second you get away, the second you get away from that heater, it freezes up. And you can't allow your fingers, your toes to freeze up. Bernie, uh, the, the Dolphins are, you know, coming into this playoff. They've had such a good season, but you're, you kind of come in with this feeling of limping in because of the, the law. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. 
Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. To Baltimore, the tough loss to Buffalo. Do you feel like this could truly be a reset for them? I know that they have a ton of injuries on defense, but just a mentality from a, from a team standpoint, you go into the playoffs with a little bit of a struggle. Can you just wipe it away and feel like it's a fresh start and still get to the goals that they want to get to, even if it is a tougher road because you got to go away from Miami? Heck yeah, you can. Heck yeah. And I love Coach McDaniels and the positiveness that he brings. This is absolutely a chance at a reset. We're all we're all similar right now. What happened in the past, it does not matter. So you, you have a complete chance at a reset. I actually would go so far as to go back to week nine when in Germany it was seemed so desolate and lost at halftime. Kansas City Chiefs. We're up 21 nothing. okay? I know the weather isn't the same, but they could have packed it in right there. You got the Kansas City Chiefs, Super Bowl champs, up 21 nothing, and here we are as the Dolphins coming back, making it a 21-14 game. We have two drives in the fourth quarter inside the 40 where we have an opportunity to tie the score or go for two and win it, and I would – dwell on that positiveness of how we didn't quit we came back in a game um on the road in another country against the defending super bowl champs and we took it to them in the second half and i'd i'd play up on that emotion of it the things we did good i'd study the heck out of it because andy reed and mike mcdaniel Coach mcdaniel are, are awesome technicians they're going to be almost a chess match there will be a chess. There is a chess match of those type coaches and those type systems. There is a game plan for good weather, and then there's a game plan for this horridness that we're going to see Saturday night. <laughs> Both of these guys are on point for that. They will use motions, shifts, and personnel groups that are playing off of the week nine game. And right now, I really love how how we've played seventeen games. Um, We've uh, and Leroy knows I'm as good as anybody at trying to come up and trick you with formations, personnel groups, and plays. But you've basically run out of them by this point in the season. So now it's about who's better and and what you could do. And I so believe you build on that second half of the week nine game, and you build on that it's a new season and it's a complete reset. And, and th- this is our season. This is meant to be. Talking to the uh, the great Bernie Kozar, of course, Kozar Coffee, kozarcoffee.com and at Kozar Coffee on social media. Bernie, the last time that we had you on, you, you took over the internet, my friend. Like, you you, you blew it up with it. How many Swifties have you had uh, checking out the coffee recently? So I'm not sure. I'm not sure that all my Kansas City and Swifty friends uh, from the New Heights Kelsey days are going to like my uh, festive enthusiasm 
for for the Dolphins and for the game plan that uh, I know Coach McDaniel's going to have out. But it's been an awesome, I tell you, it's been an awesome run as an older guy now who's kind of been able to help and consult and and coach up some younger players and 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 embrace some community initiatives and stuff with some young younger people like that 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 have a great great feel for wanting to give back in the community. So I've been super blessed to be able to do stuff with, with Travis and the Kelsey family, what what uh, what their relationship with uh, uh, Travis and uh, the Swifties is is, is super special. But this is football weekend. This is playoff weekend. It's a new season right now. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I mean, you know what's funny? That they could talk about all the greatness of Bill Belichick, but he got his first win in Cleveland. So ironic, I ironic that um me and Leroy are here today, and we can make a lot of jokes about it, but to Leroy Horde and Bernie Kosar caught Bill Belichick and Nick Saban at the beginning of their careers. I'm going to say this in jest, and I'm absolutely not saying this to take credit over credit um, for this, but dealing with me and dealing with Leroy and dealing with some of the guys we dealt with, and, and I actually think that if you talked with Nick Saban today and Bill Belichick today, they'd tell you that, we really helped groom them for some of the things that they learned and did and successful. I know Nick's told me that and Bill have privately have told me that over the years. They weren't saying that in 91 and 92, 93 when we were doing that. But over the years, we've all grown and matured. And it was it's pretty awesome to reflect back to um, being, I'm super proud, super proud to be the uh, uh, first quarterback to win a game for Bill Belichick, ironically, at Foxborough against the New England Patriots. Yeah. How, uh, how did you take that news in this week, Bernie? Like the, the two legends going out, you know, Nick's going to retire for now and Bill, I imagine, is going to go somewhere else. Was there one that was more shocking to you than the other? Because I mean, there were rumblings about Bill and Patriots' time coming to an end, but it's still a crazy thing to, to think he's not going to be the head coach in New England. You know, I'm a traditionalist, and, and as much as um, um, I'm kind of – I, uh, I uh, have a hard time rooting for New England as a, uh, as a Cleveland Brown and an ex-Dolphin and stuff. You have to love and respect the awesomeness of what he did. But astutely correct uh, – uh, you kind of saw what was happening in, in New England, and you kind of saw that, um, and even with today's announcement with Gerard Mayo coming in, that's not really a surprise to a lot of the insiders that, you know, we get a chance to talk and see what was going on. The Nick Saban one did surprise me a little bit. And and even to um, his point at 355 the other day where he talked to Miss Terry, his, his wife, who uh, makes a, you know quite a few decisions with with Nick to not knowing five minutes before his team meeting what he was going to do that that one surprised me uh, that one surprised me talking to Bernie Kozar here of course go check out uh, kozarcoffee.com and at kozarcoffee yeah. on social media we got a big football weekend but I got to imagine you are excited to see uh, what the Browns can do in this matchup against Houston with uh, the, the the magical Flacco run 
Do you think uh, that it's possible for a, a, poss- uh, a past Super Bowl winner to keep this kind of thing going? So there's no question in Cleveland that I, the Cleveland Browns fans and myself are so high on the Joe Flacco bandwagon. Besides, he was on the couch for the first 10, 11 weeks of the year to, to not have training camp, to not have uh, the regular season, and then to come in and play at a top-tier Pro Bowl, all-pro level um, is spectacular on, on itself. So uh, he's really saved, really saved the team and gives us bodes, bodes well for the, the type of uh, confidence that the team's had, the run we've been on. Um, and couple that with the defensive line uh, I, makes makes the Browns uh, super formidable in the playoffs and stuff. I do have to say, though, and Leroy could attest to it, boy, do I love C.J. Stroud and what he's done with, in the, uh, with the Houston Texans and as a rookie. And then last week in a must-win game um, for, for the playoffs, to see a rookie with a rookie head coach uh, and a rookie defensive head coach go on the road to Indianapolis and then throw a bomb on the first play of the game. Okay. Most defensive coaches with a rook come into any big game. Okay. Safe throw. Let's, let's be conservative. They won't even throw, bro. Let's, yeah. let's be conservative. Let's run the ball. Let's see what they do. Okay, hell would freeze over before I go over that type of strategy. Okay, so to see them um, have that type of confidence in in um, CJ, for D'Amico Ryan to have that type of confidence in uh, his team, and then for them to drop back and not only just call the play, but execute the play, and then throw a bomb to to uh, to Leroy's Michigan guy, Nico, Nico. actually executed with a gorgeous touchdown. Yeah. That, that just sets the tempo at that set the tempo for that game. And I, I say that one out of just love and lust to see uh, something that beautiful. Cause to me, that's artistic uh, to see in a, a play like that. And then it, it again, to be appropriately with my language and stuff shows a lot of stones by the coach and uh, quarterback to do that. But it also, I say that because it gives you as a QB, whether you're a young guy or an old guy, incredible confidence. But if you're a young guy, you don't want him to have that confidence. So as it pertains to this week's game, the Browns, they cannot let, they've got to be in tune to something like that early. And right. some, and the Jimmy Johnson line, Somehow, some way, they got to find a way to get pressure on CJ early. And again, I'm I'm in the spiritual healing right now, so I don't want to talk violence or physical. But they got to bang around the quarterback. Okay, you got to get after him early. So, not letting him settle in like the Colts let him settle in last week. You can't let any of us QBs have a big play like that in the first drive because our our confidence. And a little bit of our ego is already there. You can't fill it with confidence early. You want to deplete the confidence. Um, you want to deplete the confidence within it. And Miles Garrett being at peak form yeah. early in this game and making himself uh, Velcroed the CJ Stroud would bode well if you're a Browns fan. 
Uh, Bernie, before we uh, go ahead, Leroy, would you? I, I would say, you know, the other thing is, is that you have a team that's very young, a new coach, a rookie quarterback. I think they're just ignorant. They, they are, they, they're just playing football. They don't care about what the circumstances are. They're just trying to play good football. And oh no, they've won some games. And I'm more worried about those kind of teams because they're not going to look at it as, oh no, this is the first week of the playoffs, and we're the first, you know, in in however many years for a rookie coach and a rookie quarterback. They're just out there playing football, and they're not scared of anybody. And that's terrifying if you're playing against them. They don't yeah. play scared. Yeah, so Leroy, I don't want to agree with you just to be agreeable. And for the listeners out there, for us football players, using the word ignorant in this phrase means massive. That's a massive compliment, too. They're pro- they are probably too young to even realize the magnitude and the pressure of this game. And I'm not saying they pl- they're playing on house money because they won a game on the road and won a division that that uh, they probably don't uh, nobody thought they were going to win so to Leroy's point the they're too young maybe to even realize the magnitude of the pressure and sometimes ignorance is bliss when it comes to games like this so I hope you're wrong Leroy yeah unfortunately that is absolutely imprinted in my TBI CTE brain right now also Bernie, uh, anything on Kozar Coffee you want to let our listeners know today? No, you know what? This time of the year, with the way uh, I'm on my health and wellness now, I'm so proud to have had, uh, I'm on my sixth year now of, of recovery and figuring out how not to do pills and stuff. And albeit down in South Florida, we get an awesome amount of sunlight and vitamin D. Most of us in our country are vitamin D deficient. So the black coffee bean is the number one way, whether it's my coffee bean or not, the black coffee bean is the number one way to flush and detox your brain and your liver. From my old choice of professions, um, I need both of those detoxed for me and stuff. But then infusing it with vitamin D, we're all vitamin D deficient. And then when I was playing football, I was on way too many anti-inflammation pills. So one of the things I also infuse in my coffee is resveratrol. Resveratrol, the number one antioxidant, anti-inflammation for heart health. And I want my heart cranking good this weekend because I'm fired up for a Dolphin victory and a Browns victory. Yeah, and you're going to know by the end of Saturday, which is uh, both uh, exciting and terrifying that Saturday could be Sunday we could be miserable or we could be happy. Nope, nope. Leroy, positive. Positive. I'm willing this in. We're spiritually putting all of our good karma I love the in vibes. the right direction. Yes. I forget. I'm I I and for you guys who don't know this, this is not new to Bernie. Bernie's always been probably the most positive dude on a team in the huddle. So he's always been like that. And I saw him be positive after getting sacked like 70 times in a year. My rookie year, he got sacked over 70 times. And every time he got up, he twisted his helmet. All right, guys, second and 15. All we need to get is half of it. And then we're right back in it. And I'm like, wow. Hey, hey guys, I know you're up against maybe a break and stuff. 
But I got to say, um, Leroy, me and you, there was a Joe Flacco play um, last uh, a week or two ago against the Jets um, on national TV. He scrambles left. He acts like he's going to run right to the left sideline, and he throws up this little floater, okay, and, and Ford goes for a touchdown. There's an iconic Leroy Hort, Kosar to Leroy Hort play against the Kansas City Chiefs. Yep. Where I'm at the exact same part of the field, Leroy. And I get and I did that little run up to the line of scrimmage where me and you had a little bit up. of discussion about you knew exactly what was gonna happen. And I, I flopped out a little ugly looking five five footer that Leroy took about fifty-five yards to make. Old man Kosar looked really good for a score against the Chiefs. So we're going to bring back that spiritual type play for our Dolphins on Saturday night. And we're going to get most certain those guys into the end zone. Bernie, you're the best, man. Thanks Bernie. so much for the time. God bless Talk you guys. Later, brother. You matter. Go fans. Go Browns. There you go. Bernie Kosar, take a break. Hour two coming up next. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.